Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space and West Limit 102. Uh, at this point of the program, we'll continue on where we left off last week. If you remember, we had the first part of the interview that I had with Ed and Fiona Collins uh, of the Emmanuel community, the story where they met. Um, Ed fell for Fiona. Fiona wanted to go ahead and find her freedom, stay with her freedom. Uh, they ended up um, getting married, a beautiful story. Where we left the story last week was uh, Fiona was off to France looking for a place um, to, to, to buy, to buy a house. Uh, and the auctioneer had told at that particular stage uh, that when a house becomes available, they'll be in contact. So let's hear now uh, part two of that particular interview. So we went off then, my parents went home, Ed and I went to Rome for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And we went back home that year again a little bit despondent and a little bit down thinking there's another year we haven't got anything and, and, and I forgot totally about mm. the estate agent and, and okay yeah and then friends of mine invited me along with my mother and some of my sisters or three sisters and a niece to spend some time with them in Brussels and in the school where I was teaching a good mm. friend of mine who was also a French teacher said Fiona why are you going with your family to Brussels so why would you not take them to Paris don't mm. you love Paris and you mm. can show them Paris and I said right enough mm. why am I going to Brussels when I could be going to Paris so mm. we changed our plans went to Paris mm. we just booked the tickets and two days after we had the tickets and all booked the letter came in from the estate agent mm. saying little house for sale Lovely garden and two apple trees in the garden. So once I heard the apple trees, that was me. Wow, he was old. <laughs> I'm here, and so I phoned him from yeah. school. I yeah. asked permission to phone from school, yeah. and I said, "You'll never believe it. I'm coming over to Paris with my family, yeah. and we'll get the train down, and we'll have a look at the house." Ed and I wasn't coming with me, so I was with my yes. family, which we did. We went to Paris with my mother and my sisters and my niece. And my sister then decided to come with me because it was quite expensive to take the train right down yes, to Burgundy. Yes. So we left them all in Paris and we went down to Burgundy for the day to look at this house. And I was quite nervous as mm. Ed wasn't with me. And we mm. were on the bus on the way out to meet the estate agent. And I said, now God, and you're probably not meant to do this either, but I did it. <laughs> I said, God, give me a little sign. <laughs> do it every day. Do, do it every day. Got a big sign, just a little sign. You got it. <laughs> and I said, a Hail Mary. Yeah. Um, with my mind's eye, yeah. not with my two physical eyes, yes. but in my mind's eye, I saw a crucifix, black and white picture of a crucifix above uh-huh. the bed. Uh-huh. So I didn't say anything to my sister who was beside me on the bus. We went, met the state agent, and he brought us out to the farmer and his wife. Mm. And we were, it was a glorious day, the end of October. The sun was shining, mm. crisp and bright and beautiful. Beautiful. And mm. the farmer and his wife were very friendly, and they spoke to me in French, and my sister was mm. beside me. And it was the most beautiful smell, and she couldn't get over it. Neither could I, I could smell it. But obviously they couldn't, because I said, that's a lovely smell. Mm. And all three of them, the estate agent and the farmer and his wife, were saying, oh yeah, that's just the country smell. Mm. But it was mm. beautiful. Anyway, we went over to the little house, which was only 22 square metres then. Just like one, like a little garage, the size of a garage. 22 Self-contained, yeah, yeah that's small. And we opened the front door, everything was in the one room bed and all. I looked across, the bed was in the corner, and there was a crucifix wow. above the bed. Wow. And I said to my sister, this is our house. 
So there you have it. You Not have to bad. Tell. You have. <laughs> Our lives change for the better. Big time. Big time. Sacred heart. So, at this stage, you are now informed that you're the proud owner of a house in France, is that it? And you know, John, the, the, we started off with Our Lady of Fatima. Yeah. That's right. We've ended up with Pile of Money, Sacred Heart. And yeah, the St. Louis de Montfort, yeah. he says to Jesus through, through Mary. Yeah. So in a kind of a way, our, our, our faith journey yeah. has also been through the Immaculate Heart of Mary to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, you know, from, from Fatima okay. to, to Parinomonium. So now you've got the house? I've got the house, yes. and we're still a little, well, I personally mm. speaking, still a little bit obstinate I suppose mm-hmm. as far as God's concerned we, we started going into Perilimonial which um, as I say is the shrine of the Sacred Heart yeah, yeah. and the manual community that they have been given guardianship of Perilimonial mm-hmm. so they run what they call sessions every summer mm-hmm. there's a big tent in the gardens and about 5,000 people come to each session families okay. old people young people all mm-hmm. sorts of people mm-hmm. and uh, the mass and adoration. So we used to go in there simply because they did the cheapest cup of tea in town. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> we went there quite huh? regularly. And the old time we would have gone into the tent where people were, you know, given their testimony mm-hmm. or there was masks and all, but we always sat at the back near the door so that we could make a quick exit. Anybody approached us. Yes, yes. I still had this whole thing about freedom and I didn't want to be tied to it. Yeah, okay. And it was amazing the coincidences that happened and the people we met and met from one year to the next just happened to bump into, which I now realise, you know, weren't coincidences. And these testimonies were all in French? They were all in French. Do you want to do the translation for yourself? Okay, okay. Uh, now this, this, you know, just going back to the life in uh, life in the spirit experience that you had and the seminars. Were you sort of practicing any of those things, or were you, were you reading scripture a bit more at this stage, or you know, straight no, after? Not, not really. really no. no, I was okay. fascinated by people's okay. stories. Okay. But I didn't think that God would ever be interested in this. Yes. Although I desired it yes. in my is, heart, I didn't like think yourself. God would okay. have taken an interest in me. Okay. So Pala de Maliel, and the and the Emmanuel community. This is where you're not, you are now at the moment, right? That's right. Because you'd be coming over to there each year, I suppose, from 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 the north of France. It was unusual. Even whenever we tell the story about how we found the house, mm. we found the house first mm. before we met. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, yeah. We were guided to that house first, yeah, yeah. and it took us a few. Uh, well, we wanted to find out because you hear so much about cults and sects and things yes, like that, yes, you know, and yes. all this brainwashing that sometimes go, go, goes on. Mm-hmm. So it took us years to really suss out the manual. The manual yeah. mm-hmm. We really wanted to know what, what is what is what is their driving force. Who is in fact. One said, "Who runs the manual community?" Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl said, "The Holy Spirit." Oh, wow! Wow! And I thought that's uh, a good answer. <laughs> you used to go to the to here each year and listen to these testimonies and these wonderful talks that you were getting each year. Did you ever visit any other communities, maybe back home, to get the same sort of experience? You know, to, to evaluate one with the other. 
Do you know what I mean? In my, oh, early, yeah, in my early days, John, I was involved in the, in the Focal Army movement. Okay. So it was, you mm. know, and I mean, that was based on scripture as well and, mm. and, and the prayer groups, but it just, it just wasn't my way. Okay. So it came to a point when you said, okay, the Emmanuel community, we're here. We're here. That's, yes, but before that, Mm -hmm. I have to just add in, Mm -hmm. the Emmanuel community came to Belfast to do a mission. Okay. Not in the parish where we were living, Uh, but in the school where I was teaching, in the parish where my school was. So I went just to welcome all the French people coming from mm-hmm. France and the Emmanuel mm-hmm. community, and then they invited us to the mission. Okay. And so the mission was very similar to what you... The very first sermon in the mission, St. Anne's, and, and, and it was amazing. The priest, the sermon was about coincidences. <laughs> and he started off his sermon, and he said, do you know he said... It is no coincidence that you are all here tonight. And I'm saying to myself, <sighs> if, you only knew, if, talking if, <laughs> if you only do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, the, the more we got to know the manual community, the more we realised how it was a vehicle for getting you closer to God. Mm-hmm. The, the, the charisms of, of adoration compassion mm-hmm. and evangelization mm-hmm. now, those are three things that appeal to me yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, because I realize that you can't really have a relationship with Jesus in the, unless you get to know him mm-hmm. and one of the best ways of getting to know the personal Jesus is through adoration yeah mm-hmm. and then through the adoration you realize you know, there are people out there that need help. Yes. Mm. You know, mm. and one of the things you also discover, and I only discovered this through the Emmanuel community, was how much people are thirsting for God, yeah. but won't admit it. Mm. You know, we're searching, we're going for the drugs, we're going for alcohol, we're going for the internet, we're going for Facebook. Shopping. We're, we're going shopping, yes. <laughs> Has been known, <laughs> but we're going to all these different places, mm. searching for this elusive happiness, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yet, what they're really, what we're really searching for, is God. Yeah. You know, deep down inside, um, people do have an emptiness. Yeah. That they're trying to fill all the time, mm-hmm. and there's only one person that can fill yeah. that emptiness. Yes. And I think it's, you know, it was through the manual community that I discovered, yeah, we have to help people to realise that this emptiness can only be filled by God. So did you join? So so you joined? Well, it took us about three, four years, didn't mm-hmm. we? We didn't join my major We were still very worried. You were still, you were still working away. These we guys really need to be sustainers. Okay. We went to the first community weekend in Dublin. Then we went home and went to a community weekend in Dublin. Okay. And we were a bit anxious, I suppose, okay. before we yeah. went. Yeah. You know? But we went anyway and we had, you know, a great time. We, we enjoyed it uh-huh. and I remember walking away from the community weekend saying 
we got away, we escaped. Nobody put any pressure on us. That yes, was the beauty yeah. of it all. Yes, you yeah. know, we still had Especially for yourself now, your freedom. That's right. Mm, we still mm, had our freedom. Mm, but they mm. definitely had a joy. Yeah. We knew that we were in the right place. Uh, okay. We just kept resisting for that little bit Okay, okay, you know. okay. And eventually? You eventually, decided... we took a step into the community because we were realising that it was through the community that we were getting closer to God. Yeah. Mm. If we weren't getting closer to God, there was no point in, you know, taking no. a step in the community. Mm-hmm. But it's through the community that you realise, that we realise, that we're getting closer to God. And also, if it's an opportunity to help other people as well. And this was through those three things. The adoration. Eucharistic, well, adoration, compassion, compassion evangelization. and evangelisation. They, they were yeah. strong on that. You didn't see that in any other communities or any other organisation that you'd witnessed in within your life but for some reason this touched you you made the step anyway to join to to join which involved just being in front of the Lord and saying for one year dear Lord we're going to be part of the Emmanuel community we're going to fulfil our promise to adore you every day to go to Mass to praise to be compassionate to those that we meet mm-hmm. and to try and bring others closer to you to spread the good news beautiful you know and then you renew your commitment at the end of each year each year December you know. and the beautiful thing about that would be that, that because you are within community the encouragement they that you encourage get. each other. That's yeah. right. We have we have a what what is known as mezzanine, um, once once a week, and because we're spread out north and central Ireland and down south, we meet. Well, we meet in the north. There are one, two, or six of us meet in the north, um, once a week, and we just share how we're living those charisms of adoration, compassion, evangelization, mm-hmm. and we encourage each other and we have praise and we pray and we take a word from the Bible. Um, we ask the Holy Spirit to help us and we pray for each other as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important that you know that mm-hmm. there are people praying for you. Yeah, wonderful. You know? And then we have the, the community weekend once once a month and we go to the Tala Shopping Centre on the Saturday. Um, for me, I, I would be very, um, I suppose, introvert. Fiona's the extrovert. She loves people. Mm-hmm. I'm a wee bit more introverted. You've still got to convince me of that, but go on in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, it was hard for me to go to a shopping centre yeah. and to complete strangers mm-hmm. encourage them into the oratory, to adoration mm-hmm. in the oratory. Mm-hmm. But what amazed me was the reaction of people. Now, we've been doing this for four years in Tala, and not once have we ever had any abuse from anybody. Um, the Tala Shopping Centre and I have given us a table outside Debenhams, mm-hmm. and Fiona and the community would give out candles, and we invite people to go down to the oratory to, um, just to say a prayer maybe for someone that's sick to make a petition or to take over the scripture 
And it's amazing how many people are willing to do that. And you can see the thirst. Would you see them then sort of coming back to you then? Week after week? Again, thank you very much indeed for the encouragement you gave me last time. And Do you know, the, 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 there was a woman, just just a, a quick example, just just, uh, just before the summer there, we were, there was a woman laden down with her, with her shopping bags and you could see in her face that she had the worries of the world carried on her on her face and her shoulders and I happened to say to her would you like to pray for somebody? and at first she said no, no, no and then she walked on a little bit and then she came back and she took the candle and she said well, where's your oratory? I says it's down beside the post office and she went down and she went into adoration and I met her afterwards and her face was totally changed mm. she had a big smile on her face and she says do you know those 20 minutes for me were priceless mm. Wonderful. thank you very much for sending me down there Wonderful. and you know that, that made mm. the whole day for me <laughs> so your experience now that you've joined the Emmanuel community Fiona well I would say as Edmund has already oh. said, that for me it was a vehicle of really developing yeah. my personal relationship with Jesus, yes. who is alive and well and very much so. And I found through the Emmanuel community what I thought, in fact, that I was going to lose, which was freedom. Yeah. And freedom, that true freedom now that only really the Lord can give. Yeah. I can imagine somebody letting you loose inside and tell her it's happened since the video. Yeah, yeah. John, well, I do enjoy it. She's on fire. I say, no, no, I have a healthy interest in people and where they're from and their accents and all, so don't find that difficult. No, um, did you have any problem, by the way, the Emmanuel community? Being there and and doing what you're doing within the tele shop, I said, you know, the the authorities there don't have a problem with you doing what you're doing. I think there's an element of trust. Good. Uh, I think initially you, you you have to let people know that you're not a weirdo set yeah. that you're That's not putting pressure on people yeah. mm. that you're not forcing people that you're just encouraging people mm. you're there you, you've made yourself available yeah I think that's the important thing, isn't it? Yeah. Somebody might be struggling, somebody somebody might have a question and no doubt maybe there's times when people come up to you and say, Listen, I've got this I've got this problem with, with the church or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And if you guys weren't there, they wouldn't have had that opportunity to express that maybe. Maybe they were afraid to go to church. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're afraid to go to mass. Mm-hmm. Maybe afraid to go into that oratory. Mm-hmm. But that little candle, that little quiet well, word, whatever Sep- September. Mm-hmm. There were fifty five candles at the end of the day which meant that 55 shoppers had taken a little bit of time Mm -hmm. out of their shopping just to be with the Lord, even if it was only for a few minutes' time. And and that's really encouraging. So it is that you have have people who are willing to spend even a little bit of time with the Lord. And does this same experience happen elsewhere, outside of the Tala? I mean, would it happen around the Midwest or Cork or Limerick or... I don't know. Maybe it's about to... Well, maybe we to find out that you need, you need people down here maybe to do it. We've asked, we've asked the Lord for 300 people by the end of this year to help us in our work. Okay. 
So uh, I think by June, John, there are going to be 300 new members in the Manual community. Now, that just, you're, talking, you're talking about coincidences because my next question was going to be that if somebody was interested after listening to you guys, were a little bit more interested in the Emmanuel community and what you're all about. Maybe it's fair now at this stage I should introduce again and welcome again Geraldine Creighton yes, to the program are. again because Geraldine's been with us before and the Emmanuel community. These guys, thanks a lot for introducing us to these guys now today, Geraldine. But Geraldine, if somebody wanted to get a little bit more, to find out a bit more about the Emmanuel community and so on and so forth, how would they do it? Well, I suppose we have a, a, web, a website. Which is? Emmanuelcommunity.ie. Okay. So uh, that's available online. And if you want to email, they can go at uh, info at emmanuelcommunity.ie. And that gets to me, actually, directly. Okay. So um, the, the website is there to give some information. Um, we, we're here in Limerick. The Emmanuel okay. Community, as Fiona Ned said, mm-hmm. up in Belfast, centrally down the southeast and here in Limerick. So we have a little prayer group operating out of the pastoral centre. We're there on the second and fourth Tuesday of the month in Denmark Street Mm -hmm. in the the prayer room there. Mm -hmm. So that's another point of contact with the community if people want to come and join us for prayer. So if I was seeing what it's like at the time of of prayer, of testimony, Mm -hmm. uh, friendship, fellowship, uh, around the Lord that we have to Mm -hmm. have adoration at the end. So it, it's it's calm and peaceful and really, I would say, refreshing. You know? and, and and anyone and everyone is welcome to come. So that's the the second and fourth Tuesday of the month, starting at eight fifteen and finishing at nine forty five. So an hour and a half. Beautiful. There might be people listening to this program. Maybe they might listen to it on the on the web. Who might be in Galway or Cork. I assume they can still contact through the web through your webpage yeah. and then maybe yeah. you can get some sort of relationship going maybe over the phone well, or, or whatever yeah, well, Fiona and Ed mentioned we have community weekends we have opportunities mm. where people can come and uh, spend time with us a, a day or uh, two days if they want and we also have um, missions going here and there and everywhere so you may watch out the Emmanuel community could be coming <laughs> to a parish near you and, yeah, and, uh, yeah. very soon so so watch out and yeah, indeed well. if there are if there are priests out there and people in pastoral parish councils yeah. uh, write to us ask us to come we yeah. would love to come on mission because well, Emmanuel community came on mission to Limerick in 2003 to the city actually and did a kind of a city mission based in schools and uh, Fiona and Ed actually were at that mission it was I think their toe in the water at that stage in 2003 but um, it, it's a great opportunity if, if you uh, you know for people who know nothing about the faith to learn something okay. for people who know something to, to throw themselves into something even if it's making tea or, or you know going to to help out even on, on the streets or whatever What does this uh, this weekend entail? This Emmanuel weekend. Community weekend? Yeah. Well, it's fun. Fellowship. <laughs> I, I want to know more than that before I go. <laughs> okay. So, okay, okay, okay. So there's always time. There's, okay. of course, time for fun and, and, okay, and yeah, food. Yeah. Emmanuel is, is God with us and, and we celebrate and it. We really celebrate it. I can see it. I okay. can see it with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have time of, of praise and praise is a very big yeah. part. Mm. You know, the, the kind of, I suppose, the, the looking upwards, really, from yes. your own life. Mm. And 
telling God how great he is. And the more we tell him how great he is, the more we realize he is absolutely beyond our, our wildest dreams in terms mm-hmm. of how great he is and how, how loving he is towards us. And so, so we spend time in praise, mm-hmm. him, uh, thanking him for all he's given us. Then we have time of, of uh, adoration mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about the community is we, we adore together. We don't, we don't go to adoration on our own. Good. We uh-huh. go together. So a Pierre, the Pierre Grissel, who's um, founder, one of the founders mm-hmm. of the community, his big thing was, you know, he would he would be in adoration, and he would see other people around him, and he'd mm. look and he'd see somebody really in deep adoration, and that yeah. would inspire him because he yeah. would be struggling. And I think that's why I suppose the name Emmanuel is very good because it's God with us. God it's with not us. God yeah. with me. Yes, yes. But it's God with us, yeah. and yeah. and through that yeah. that experience of of being. A following God together, I think mm. we're encouraged in the dark times because there's nobody without dark times. Yes. There's no one that without suffering that sometimes can be almost unbearable. Mm. But together we, we carry it. Anyway, getting back to the community yeah, yeah, again, yeah. we have um, so a time where we learn. You know, because you have to learn about your faith. You can't. Okay, some part of it is experiential, and it's good to hear people's stories. Mm-hmm. But you need to find out more. I mean, I'm a scientist mm-hmm. in order to improve and, and better myself and, and help the people I, mm-hmm. I care for as, as a pharmacist. I have to study and I have had to study, keep mm-hmm. studying. Mm-hmm. And we need to learn our faith. The same with our faith. It needs mm-hmm. to travel, okay, part of it in the head and then the mm-hmm. heart and then into action, you know. Mm-hmm. So part of our action together is that we all have little services as well to do at the community weekend. So I'm involved in playing music and mm-hmm. everybody has a job could be setting the place up you know mm-hmm. you could be uh, on the wash up you could be doing things like that but uh, so it's a family it's a family atmosphere but very much um, people can be themselves mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I would say for me if someone said to me about a community I would have run 10 miles I can tell yeah, you yeah, 10 yeah, miles in yeah. the other direction <laughs> yeah, yeah. because I thought these people would, would live in your ear yeah. really be watching you it also sort yeah. of like a, a sect like feeling yes you know a cult or yeah. something yeah. but in fact I found the absolute opposite and I yeah. suppose I can support what Fiona and Ed said there that oh. for me I really got to know Jesus it was like the difference between climbing a stairs and going on an escalator okay okay you yes. were carried you're carried along yes. the escalator yeah. um, and you're carried along to, to the other people's lives oh. how they live it what you see in other people mm. little things that can inspire you mm. um, and also you don't worry too much on your own about your own weaknesses your yeah. own sin you're supported by the community yeah. Yeah. I mean Pierre had a great saying he used to say just advance you know he used mm. to be avance mm. in French but it just meant just keep going keep going so don't be looking he said don't worry about all those things that trouble me or that maybe you're half the time you're going the wrong direction he says that doesn't matter you mm. just keep going little by little and the Holy Spirit is, is a fire he'll he burn all that up he'll take care of all of that just, just keep going forward and I think I think it's consoling when you hear that, that this man, the holy man, now he's, he mm. says his case for canonization started. So he he he's on his journey, but he's also giving us, I think, timely words for our own time because these days, I think people, I suppose, sooth, there's a lot of high standards out there. Mm. You know, mm. even for students in schools, young mm. people, whatever, mm. they they have to score the top the top marks, and really. The end of it all, not, not everybody can score the high marks, but no. we're all unique, precious, and loved by God. And each of us has a calling. Has something to do. Yeah, and it's exactly. And the world will not be the same without us. The world needs us. It needs each of us. Good. And I think that's, you know, that's what a relationship with God does. It opens your life up so that you can be really you. 
Beautiful. And that's why it's worth really seeking him, seeking him all your life. Keep, keep seeking him. What a message. If somebody doesn't join the Emmanuel community after we listen to that, no, they never will. <laughs> Just a final, a final, uh, maybe message, maybe both for Med first, and maybe Fiona then, maybe to those people out there at the moment, uh, maybe Jolene touching it there. People who might be struggling with their faith, you know, in view of today's secular society and when it's sold at people and so on and so forth. People who might be alone out there struggling a little bit. What we'd like to say to the Med. I want them to know, first of all, that God definitely exists. Mm-hmm. If you have any doubts, put them away, because I can tell you, God exists. And the second thing is that God really loves you. God really loves you. And the third thing, and I think this is very important too, that God is interested in every little detail of your life, no matter how small, even if it's to find a parking space, even if it's to get something in the supermarket, you say, please God, help me with this. He is interested in every little detail of your life. And the reason why he's interested in every little detail is because he loves you. You are not alone. You are not alone. Beautiful. Fiona. Well, I would also agree with the Adela. Those are the thoughts that come into my mind. We're living life together, and I suppose it's no... Surprise that we think along the same lines. I was going to say, yes, God loves you. He does exist. He's interested in every single detail in your life. So give him a chance. Open your heart. That's all you have to do. He will find you. He is patient. Doesn't matter what age you are, what your background is, where you're from. He loves you. Just open your heart and he will make himself known to you. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Ed, there's one more thing I've got to ask you before we go. My wife, Anne, just reminded me there's a thing that... That, that over the years we always notice when we so when we, we all experience going to Mass and going to church and being in communities and so on and so forth for some reason it's mostly women that are there there's so few men that are there that's a good question John and what, you know what do you think we could say to the men Ed you see whenever I go to daily Mass it's mainly all women yeah and it's a, it's a question uh, I've thought, you know, why are the men not here? And I always think that women are actually more open mm. than men are. Oh, yeah. Men don't want to admit that they're weak. Mm. Mm. Men don't want to admit, I need healing. Yeah. A lot of men, deep down inside, they do need healed, but they say to themselves, oh, I'm okay, you know, I'm Jack the Lad, I'm, mm, I'm mm, macho, you mm. know, I, I watch all these action films on TV, you know, yeah, there's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with me. Yeah. I won't go to Mass, because if you go to Mass, yeah, it means that, you know, you need help, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a man, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I'm okay, yeah. I'm Superman, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. powerful. Mm. And I think what men need to do is... To have the courage to admit that they're weak. Mm-hmm. 
to admit that, you know, they're not all powerful, mm. you know, that they can and are allowed to cry, yeah. they're allowed to be emotional, and they're allowed to believe in God, you know, mm. they're allowed to say, yes, God, I need you, I can't do everything on my own. Mm. Even though I'm a man, even though, you know, I'm supposed to be this superhero, mm. I'm going to admit, yeah, God, I need you. Mm. So I just like men, to be honest. Lovely. <laughs> honest mm-hmm. with themselves. I like it. What a way to finish the program. Listen, lads, thank you very much indeed. It's been wonderful speaking with you. And before we go, Fiona, would you, would you pray with us, please? Just for ourselves and for all those people that might be listening to this program those people who need inspiration uh, and need to know that God as you said loves them all thanks Fiona okay Jesus we know that you're here present with us we know that you're here this very second we believe in you Lord we believe in your presence we believe in your love we bring before you now all the people, all of you who are listening to this program, Lord, we bring you, we bring them to you now. We bring them to you with their families and everything that they're living through. And we ask you to bless them, Lord, to pour out your graces over them and to continue to look after them, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Glory be to the Father and, and to the, the Son and, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without him. Amen. Fiona and Ed Collins, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, John. God bless you. We'll see you again. So that was part two of the interview and the final part of Ed and Fiona's story, a beautiful story. Um, of course, they tell us there that they ended up buying a house in Paris de Montréal and uh, their introduction to the Emmanuel community and their experience since. And Jolly um, then joined us, Jolly and Creighton joined us at the end of the, that interview just to explain a little bit more about what the Emmanuel community get up to these days. So thanks again to Ed and Fiona and Jolly for bringing us those wonderful stories. And I thought I'd play a little bit of music um, this particular week to finish off um, this part of the programme. And it's um, it's by um, Patricia Burke from her album. The, the it's, it's actually the year of the vocation song, and I thought it's an ideal piece of music to play. Um, and I'd like to dedicate this to to Ed, Fiona, Jody, and indeed all the Emmanuel community. So let's say this one is titled "You'll Be My Witnesses."
Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.